0: interesting. I think it's a bit crazy. they probably wonder what's going on. Hello. Hello. My name's Bernadette and I'm a, I'm a regular customer of yours. And exactly a year ago today, um, I came in here and there was a boy in front of me in the queue at the post office and he didn't have enough money for his stamp and I paid for his stamp. And then after that, I um, decided to try and do something kind for a stranger every day. Because it started here, I thought I'd finish it here, so I've brought you some flowers.
1: My name is Mukesh Kumar, and I am working here last three years. Helping people or something that is good for the community, for the people, so other people get lessons from them.
0: 21st of October 2011, 64th Day of Kindness. Gave £5 to Lady who had a bike nicked. 27th of October 2011, 70th Day of Kindness. Took homemade cupcakes to my favourite charity shop in debt. 27th of November. I started on August the 18th, 2011. Nobody paid particular attention to it until they started noticing that I was still doing it. And now people are like, oh, I can't believe that I'm still doing it, that I've kept it up. Day of Kindness, left sweets in a phone box
2: they no, there's £6 a bunch.
0: So I've given flowers a few times uh, to strangers. <laughs> it's pretty impulsive. I'll go to the florist and choose the most cheerful colour. <laughs> you know, it's more Amelie than Gandhi, do you know what I mean? It was fun for me as well. I might just wander around and see who looks like they could do with it. <laughs> Approaching the Soho sex shops... This fetishware shop, an adult only tattooist claims to sell original Viagra, something called Camagra Jelly. I've no idea what that does, poppers. It's quite a lively shop. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Just see if there's anyone in the doorway of this. There's some peep show shops. I'm, I'm going to give them to this lady. There must be something that opens in you when you do anything as a daily practice. Approaching strangers with openness every single day after a relatively short period of time just becomes instinct. Hello, um, I, my name's Bernadette and every day I try and do an, a, a kind thing for a stranger. It's just okay. like a good deed. Okay. So I wondered if I could give you these. I never really get rejection now, I don't get that. Or maybe it's just that I don't receive it as rejection. rejection. Um, yeah, so that's it. That, that's it? Yeah, I've been doing it every day since um. You know the riots happened in London last oh, year yeah, because it was very upsetting. Yeah, and so I decided I was going to try and do something wow. nice for someone every That's day. That's amazing. And today is my three hundred and fifty-eighth day. Yeah. I'm doing three hundred and sixty-six because it's a leap year, isn't okay, it? Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Perfect. Thank you. I won't forget. Uh, well, good. No, I so won't what's forget. Your name, so Anne. 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 Give us a hug. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice to meet you. you Enjoy too. your flowers. I will. suit you. Big surprise. Thank you very much. grandmother passed away last year and her best friend is basically uh, an 80 year old lady who's the most kindest, loveliest person you've ever met and unfortunately her son emigrated to to, uh, South Africa about 30 years ago and she lost her husband at the same time so she literally lives in a bungalow on her own and was very much dependent on my grandparents who have passed away now. So I told Bernadette about this and she wrote to my nan's best friend and sent her a lovely beautiful card and sent her a bottle of Yardley's lavender Joyce received this in the post and just burst into tears and rang me up and she just couldn't. She was so happy and I want to start crying now. For me, it came out of a, a grief mixed with anger for and on behalf of London.
1: Rioting is now on a scale not seen in the UK for decades. There are pockets of our society that are not just broken, but
3: frankly sick. We have seen the worst of Britain, but I also believe we've seen some of the best of Britain.
0: It was really as simple as, I don't know what I can... That's so big, so there's just a little thing that I can do. Forty sixth Day of Kindness. Another gift through the post, this one for Wendy Dumper. And Wendy emailed me back saying, as I opened the box and looked in lovingly at the gifts, my face felt like a big beam of smiles, and then I started to sob tears of joy. It really was a wonderful moment, even though it was just... I a normally write a little card. Okay. on the envelope it says, read <laughs> me. It's um, <laughs> a little Alice in Wonderland reference, really. And then on the other side, there's a little golden star. And it says, when you wish upon a star, it might come true. So it's just like a kind of a little bit of um, light-hearted magic. Hi,
3: I'm Asif Iqbal. I'm a friend of Bernadette's. You've friended me on Facebook, and that was the first time I heard about the 366 Days of Kindness. I'd actually been thinking about exactly that thing, about how... You know, an act of kindness, Uh, you don't know its effects, its repercussions, how long it will take um, and what it will happen. I remembered a story and it was just something I was listening to in the car and some guy was talking about how when he was very young, he was a student living in London. You know, he knew his mother was ill and uh, the police come knocking on his door one day and he hid. He hid from the police, didn't know what was going on. And then they went away. And then he thought he got a suddenly very hopeful premonition about what was going on. And so he ran to a phone box and called home and spoke to his father. He said, "Uh, your mum's really not in a good way. She she may not make it through the night. I think you should come home as soon as you can. So he ran to the train station. He got on a train, uh, the last train going up north. And uh, he wasn't going to make the connection. I think it was in Peterborough. So he was really... um, upset on the train. So he's sitting there and this conductor comes up and uh, asks for his ticket and he can see he's in some distress and he says, uh, what's the matter son, anything I can help you with? And uh, he goes, no, no, nothing, he just wants him to go away. And then he insists, he says, no, 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 you're in trouble, let me sit down when you tell me what's on and maybe I can help you. And so he thinks, okay, well, what else can I do? You know, he's not really going to go away, I might as well tell him. So he tells him, my mom's really ill, I don't think she's going to make it through the night. I'm going to miss my train, the connecting train to Leeds. And uh, that's it. I've got nothing more to do, you know. So uh, the conductor says, all right, son, that's a very terrible thing. I'm sorry for you. Um, I hope you have a lovely day. And walks off. So about an hour later, the conductor comes back and he says, all right, son, when we get to Peterborough, I want you to uh, run along quick as you can to Platform 1, where the train will be waiting for you. So you can nip on it and get it there. And he said, uh, uh, why, what's, what's wrong with the train? Has it been delayed? And the conductor seemed to get upset. Like he really cared that, you know, the train was late on it. So he said, no, 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 I've radioed ahead and they're going to hold the train for you. And there'll be lots of people complaining about it. But don't you worry on, just to make sure you get home. And he just stood there and, you know, the conductor wandered off and he ran up to him afterwards and said, mate, I can't believe you've done this for me. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Anything you can do is anything, you know, that can repay your kindness. And the conductor wouldn't hear of it. He said, no, no, you don't owe me anything. Don't worry about it. You know, it's not something that's a big problem for me. And he insisted, you know, anything I can do because this really is a big deal for me. And he said, well, if you you want to pay me back, then the next time you see someone who's in trouble, you help them out and that will pay me back. And uh, he got the train, he went up, he was with his mother when she died that night, and uh, he couldn't stop thinking about that, that one act of kindness that the conductor had done for him. And he said, you know, that one act probably saved me from being a selfish, potentially violent, hedonist, young, angry man with no prospects going forward, and he ended up being a a social worker, a youth worker, ended up exercising his creative uh, talents and became a writer... And he said that he's paid him back a 100, maybe 1,000 times since then. So you,
0: you can't expect any thanks, but you also have to accept that you're not going to know how much it's pleased or not pleased someone in a way, because it's not a very long interaction. Um, and I have heard over the year because people have got back to me, some people have found me, and um, they've they've written to me and said oh you know after you gave me this it was really really cheered me up and i thought about it a lot but most of the time you have to accept you're not going to know the results of that
2: i was going through a really really rough patch i had no job i'd just had a hip replacement i was at home i was i was really on the edge suddenly this card came in the post with all sorts of little details on and inside was this message
0: Hello, stranger. Hello, and thank you for accepting this small gift. This is to wish you a wonderful day and to invite you to make a wish.
2: And it just came from nowhere. I had no idea why it was there. I kind of opened it and then I was so kind of freaked out by it. You know, and I was in such a dark space, I just put it back in the envelope and I put it on top of the telly.
0: I don't usually meet the people that I give these things to because they are strangers. I just have to think, well, maybe that's to cheer them up, and I'm not going to know, but I quite like that I don't know what the result of it is.
2: Every now and then I would go up and I would look at it. It was kind of like a, like a drug, but I always put it back in the envelope. It was like I couldn't leave it out because they would be like taking the drug all the time. Now it's out. It's like, you know when it's your birthday or Christmas, you have cards out for a certain amount of time. This will stay out forever.
0: A friend of mine, Sharon, she said... I'm going to take up the baton. So she's going to start doing 366 Days of Kindness.
1: I'm Sharon Calcutts. I've known Bernadette for two years, three years, uh, a while. We we work on the same cabaret together, I'm the stage manager. Everything that Bernadette does is absolutely amazing. But what's really stood out for me and inspired me is the commitment to do this every day and really buy into it. That's why I want to keep it going, because I just, I just didn't want it to stop as well. If you've inspired me and then this year we both inspire somebody else, then maybe we just multiply out and, and, oh, it's going to be amazing. It is the start of a revolution. I fully believe that. I've got a few people in mind, but I'm not going to spoil the surprise for them. So a few people in mind that will receive kindness. Yes. A few people that you'll target. Yes, uh, there, there's a few on my hit list. I, I will sneak up on them and be lovely to them, and they won't know what's hit them. <laughs> people get frightened by kindness, you know. Just on the train on the way here, I was giving out mints because the world needed calling down, and and people looked at me like I was crackers. And one lady said, "I don't usually take sweets from a stranger." I'm like, "Well, not that strange." <laughs>
0: I can't change government policy and I can't change people's minds about each other. I can change myself, that's all I can do, that's all any of us can do.